Hi, this is Mike McNamara, and you're listening to All Marine Radio on your home for it, the one and only All Warrior Radio Network. my favorite Beach Boy song. It might be I Get Around. I'm trying to think. Round, round, get around. I get around. You get around. I get around. I get around. Yeah. Come on, everybody. You know, the Beach Boys used to do a lot of outdoor concerts in Southern California. And I, ne- I never went to one. They'd play after, like, baseball games and stuff like that. And I had friends who later told me, like, dude, those were the most fun concerts I ever went to. It was like going to a high school dance with, like, 30,000 people there. Everybody knows every word of every song. Everybody's singing and dancing. They're, like, awesome. I'm like, really? They're like, yeah, they were like so much fun. We would go as often as we could because we knew it would just be crazy fun. And it was. I said, the Beach Boys. Who knew? Yeah. Number one. Beach Boys song. 
is surfing. Number two, surfing safari. Three, country fair. Four, ten little Indians. Five, chugalug. Six, little girls. Seven, four, oh, nine. Head you in. Summertime blues. Whoa. This is a list from the ultimate classic rock. Top 10 Beach Boys song. Good Vibrations is number one. Number two, Wouldn't Wouldn't It Be Nice. Number three, God Only Knows. Number four, California Girls. Yeah, Snoop Dogg wasn't the first. He and Katy Perry. Number five, Surf's Up. Number six, She Knows Me Too Well. Number seven, I Get Around. Number eight, Do It Again. Number nine, Fun, Fun, Fun. Number ten, Cabin Essence. I don't know if I agree with all that. Um, a shorter show this morning uh, for me, and then you're going to hear the Mensa Brothers coming up next. Um, I had an experience I've never had yesterday. And um, I've been doing post-traumatic winning now for two years. And the experiences that I've had, I, I, I don't know really how I would put them into words over the course of those two years. Um, just uh, crossing paths with people who are in the valley of the shadow of death. And um, and I've done that for two years. And I've met all kinds of people for, in all kinds of circumstances. And uh, yesterday I had an experience. Um, so I used the 23rd Psalm in the presentation. And... Um, And I and I do that because I I constantly try to put vivid images in their head, right? So I I, ref, I now refer to the place where you go when trauma enters your life as the valley of the shadow of death, right? Which is taken from the twenty third psalm. And um, and I have a picture of this very, very ominous looking valley with a vulture flying over the top of it. It's a piece of artwork. It's not, a, it's not a picture per se, right? There's haze in the valley. It's dark, uh, mountains and hills. And there's a, there's kind of a footbridge that you would see in like Raiders of the Lost Ark. And, uh, it's kind of a, it's more of a, I don't even know if it's a color picture, how I would describe it. Um, it's kind of a, it's kind of a black and white picture, although it, I, I guess I would tell you it's a grayscale picture, right? So not a color image, but, um, gray and, uh, the moon is out. Uh, it might be early evening. It's a, the clouds, you know, there's clouds in the sky. It's not, you can't see the sky. It's all clouds and the footbridge, right? going into this valley is is a uh right a, a raiders of the lost you know 
wooden slat footbridge, right, with rope sides and whatnot. Very ominous looking, right? And I use that because, you know, what I try to do throughout the presentation is is plant images in their brain that will stay there, right? And, and you know, which is, you know, General Mattis is really big on phrases like no better friend, no worst enemy, first do no harm, guardian angels, all those things that, you know, used to chunk information in somebody's head, you know, and you do it with a, a small tagline, if you will. All right, and that tagline then represents something much bigger. The few, the proud is a tag, you know, one of those things. But so anyway, you know, part of refining the presentation. So I bump into the 23rd Psalm and, and I thought, wow, I need to, I need to use that because, um, and I, and I say, look, if the Pope knew that I was talking about the 23rd Psalm, there might be like a, a lightning bolt come through the ceiling, okay? I'm not the best Catholic in the world. I was raised as one. And I, so I bumped into this um, about a month ago. And, you know, so I put it in the presentation because, I mean, I, it's, I think it's interesting and, and, and deep with meaning. And so I talk about the 23rd Psalm, and if you listen to the program, you've heard me say this, but I'll say it again. Um, so when I, when I, when I looked at the 23rd Psalm, especially the fourth verse, um, I looked at the last phrase and I said, you know, that's not what you, you don't see that very often when you see it, you know, in artwork or those daily inspirational things that, that people have. And, and so, you know, you see the phrase, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. So you you tend to see that. What you don't see is thy rod and thy shaft, they comfort me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. So, so I use that in the presentation. And, uh, you know, I talk about David doesn't go into the valley of the shadow of death unarmed. He doesn't go in with a bottle of pills and with his fingers crossed, hoping he can talk his way out of that. He didn't do that. He's armed, Right. And so if you're a Catholic, right, he's armed with, you know, with the strength of his God, right? But I don't, again, I don't, I don't, I don't skew to the religious in post-traumatic winning. And so I say, so look, you know, David's going to go down there with the tools he needs to fight his way through. And I said, so I want you to think of post-traumatic winning as the armory at the entrance of the Valley of the Shadow of Death. So, <clears throat> so I do that yesterday. And, um... At the first break, somebody comes up to me and says, I have to show you something. And with that, he pulls up the sleeve on his camouflage blouse. And he and there's a tattoo that says Psalm 23. And I look at it and I'm like, I was talking to you. And he said, I know. And then he said, could I talk to you? And I said, yeah. So we, there's Marines around, and we, we walk to the side of the room. And he says, uh, I've had nine people in my family die of COVID. And I can't remember if he said his cousin or his brother was murdered. 
stabbed 47 times. And um, he looked at me and he said, I was going to kill myself this weekend. He said, but, but I'm not now because of what you said this morning. And I've done this, like I said, for, I've done this for, it'll be two years in another two weeks. And I've never had that experience, you know, throughout. And, um, you know, I don't know, I, I mean, I don't even know what to say. So, you know, uh, yesterday I did actually did post-medic reading three different times. And you meet all these, you know, all these, you know, men and women who want to talk to you, want to come up to you. Um, you know, I had a Marine wait for me after everybody else left. And, you know, we shake hands and he doesn't say anything. He just has tears in his eyes. And he's just holding on to my hand, shaking it and not letting go. And he can't talk. And he mouths the words, thank you. And I just looked at him and I said, whatever I can do to help you. And then he said, I, I have to go. He said, my wife's waiting for me at home. And he's, has my, he's, he's holding on my hand the whole time. Thank you. And he wipes the tears out of his eyes and he walks away. And so, I mean, I I have those experiences like all day, right? And then you, I get into my truck to drive home and, and it's kind of my quiet time, right? And And then these things come out. But in the two years, I've never had anybody look at me and say that. I've had people say, I would have killed myself were it not for you. And I've heard that a lot. I've never had anybody look at me and say, I was going to kill myself this weekend. And I'm not going to now. Because of you. And so, um, I can't encourage all of you enough, right, to not to be afraid to stick your hand out to somebody and say, hey, could I talk to you? Um, because there's so much pain out there. And, 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 the, and one of the gr our great problems is these guys, they don't have mental health issues. They're struggling. They're struggling with life. They're raised in a culture that doesn't do discipline. That doesn't give them a whole lot of structure. That they don't do adversity. So they don't, they're not tough. We're a softer culture. And then they get thrown to, to life. And they're not very well equipped. They're waiting for somebody to care about their feelings, and that is not coming. And so, 
Um, but they're incredible. I mean, they're incredible, you know, human beings. Some of them are miracles. This guy's not even from the United States. Comes here as a refugee. And so, um, on this 23rd day of December, uh, I just want to encourage everybody not to be afraid to say, hey man, can I talk to you? Do you got a minute? Because I'm going to tell you this, they're dying for somebody to care about them. They are dying for somebody who can help them get through the valley of the shadow of death. And if you listen to this show, you know you know the way, right? To quote the Mandalorian, this is the way. Um and again, I just I, I just can't tell you. I mean, they are incredible people and they come looking for better and so often we fail them. And so, I, I, and I don't care where you are, where you live, what you do, you know, keep your ears open. When you hear somebody struggling, don't be afraid to track them down. Hey, man, can I talk to you? You got a minute? Yeah, what's up? Hey, I heard that you are, you know, X, Y, Z. How'd you hear that? I pay attention. I just want to show you some stuff. I just want to talk to you. And you, and you will, you know, you will have the opportunity, the opportunity to change somebody's life. And uh, you know, I was, you know, I was thinking, I don't, you know, and I said this to Colleen last night when she and I were talking after I got home. I said, you know, I don't know that I will ever have a better Christmas than this Christmas. When you think that, you know, somebody's going to be on this planet living because of the difference that you made in their life yeah try to get over that one anytime soon alright I was going to kill myself this weekend but I'm not because of you and what you said this morning thank you yeah um wow um yeah, and just the power of 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 not being afraid to go there, right? Not being afraid to talk about your shit, not faking it. All the things that we talk about that make up post traumatic winning. And uh, so, yeah, December twenty second, two thousand twenty. Who knew? <laughs> uh, who knew? You know what an incredible day it would be in my life. And it changes on a dime straight out of the blue. And so, uh, yeah, wow. So I thought I'd share that with you. I mean, I think you can hear it in my, in my voice. I mean, still. And what amazing, amazing experiences that, you know, that I have. And yesterday, like I said, I've been doing this for two years. I'm not a stranger to, you know, people who live life with a lot of trauma in it. Um, 
but I've never had that experience. So um, that's going to be it for today. Um, the Mensa brothers are coming up here momentarily. Uh, I'm headed uh, to, to do post-traumatic winning again today. And uh, I will... No, I will be here tomorrow morning. I don't know that I'll have a guest tomorrow morning, but uh, we'll do something tomorrow morning. So, well, you know what? I need to do the right thing, right? So, um, the United States Marine Corps Band makes the morning official. So, good morning to you on this different kind of a morning for whatever reason. dedicated to uh, a marine right who uh, who walked up to me yesterday and showed me a tattoo of the 23rd psalm um, uh, there's a path for you to not only live a good life but to live a great life and uh, thanks for coming up uh, more important I can't tell you how happy it makes me that uh, that you were there yesterday so uh God bless you.
you're betraying your whole life if you don't say what you think and you don't say it honestly and bluntly what keeps you awake at night nothing i keep other people awake at night for this campus had prepared him well <clears throat> i'm very confident that thank you very much <clears throat> if this was vodka it'd be a lot better speech <clears throat> <clears throat> but I'm not supposed to glamorize alcohol anymore, so young folks, you ignore what I just said. We just have to execute. And we are executing every day, and Sergeant Major and I are very proud of what you do. Doesn't mean we can't get better. We don't, we don't want to make a mistake to learn. We don't want to lose to learn. We cannot lose if we have to go fight. We got to do what these Marines did here 75 years ago. Persevere against difficult challenging conditions and odds to win. You gotta win. We'll check the news, we'll take a break, and then the Mensa brothers will uh, will join us. Currently in Quantico, it is sunny in 38, down the coast of Camp Lejeune. It is sunny in 49. Marine Corps Base 29 Palms is sunny and 52. Camp Pendleton is partly sunny and 41. I was there last night, man. I'm telling you, you get in the 40s near the coast and it is colder than shit. And again, I've lived in North Dakota. It's not like I don't know what cold is, but man, I don't know if it's the moist air yeah, I was not. I was getting gas. I was like, man, it's freezing out here. Yeah. In a, a Camp Smith and White, dark, clear, and 69 degrees. Okinawa reports dark, cloudy, dark, raining, and 64. Darwin, cl uh, cloudy, dark, and 80. And in Oslo, Norway, it is dark, cloudy, and 32 degrees in Norway. Yeah. So that is a, uh, oh, at the home of All Marine Radio, it is partly sunny and 49 degrees. Yikes. Three weather warnings in effect. A gale warning is in effect until... Tomorrow night at midnight. No, tonight at midnight. There's a small craft advisory and a marine weather statement. The gale warning is northeast winds. At 20 to 30 knots with gusts up to 35 knots. And combined seas of three to five feet are expected in the worst of these conditions. So, yeah, so you got some wind off the coast of uh, the area north of Los Angeles. So, um, Santa Barbara, stuff like that. So, yeah, if you're going out in the water, don't be screwing around, man. Uh, looking for a high today of 72, uh, tomorrow 67, Christmas Day 68 on Saturday, 
65 degrees, and then on Sunday, 62 degrees. That is a look at your weather. When we come back, the Mensa brothers will join us. We're going to talk about the top stories of the year, so I think you'll find it interesting. Uh, and we, <laughs> we also talk about our greatest academic failures, which I will tell you is, for me, the highlight of the show. Yeah, trust me, you're going to find it amusing. More of Almerian Radio coming up next right here on your home for it, the All Warrior Radio Network.